What's up, everybody? This is Inside the North Side. Um, this is not a regular episode that I usually do, but I wanted to share this. Uh, I actually did a interview um, this past week with a uh, with a podcast called the De Los Real uh, De Los Reyes podcast. It's uh, two brothers talk about baseball. They talk about all everything and anything about baseball. And I had the pleasure to. Um, be on their show and they kind of interviewed me and we talked and stuff like that and um it's pretty exciting they said i could have this on my my episode as well so um yeah with further ado let me uh, play the clip and i hope you guys enjoy it hi we're here the dust rays podcast throne with hosts of his very own inside the north side podcast ulysses ramos how you doing man I'm good, man. What's up, up? What's up with y'all? Oh, nothing much. It's uh, here, my brother and I. I'm Spencer, and nice to meet and, you guys. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Nice to meet you guys. Oh, nice to meet you as well, man. So, before we get started with our baseball talk, how did you start your podcast? Or give us like a brief synopsis for the everyone listening in. Like, what do they? What can they expect? All right. So, um, I hope you guys can hear me. Um, yep. I actually started about. About a year ago, I was walking around I'm a Comic Palooza here we have in Houston, and I've seen a lot of people who have podcasts before, and I very I seemed interested in it. Um, so I kind of just dove deep, did some research, and yeah, I started in October of last year, and it was originally supposed to be about things going around in Houston. But I started having friends on and we just started talking about whatever, sports, music, uh, TV, uh, social issues and stuff like that. So um, if you check out my podcast, you can expect to hear tons of funny, funny stories. We get into social issues. We get into all kinds of stuff. Okay. So a lot of different stuff that everyone could be involved in. They can, no matter what you like, you listen to it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It, 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 it's, um, it's something for everybody. That's awesome, man. Um, for us, for baseball, we just recently started during the quarantine, I think around April. And like we're big baseball fans. Like, I'm a Mets fan. He's a Yankees fan. So we were just like, well, we like baseball so much. Let's do something about it. And they were like, oh, we saw the, the anchor app. We're like, oh, let's do a podcast. And we just kind of been rolling from in there. Sounds good. That's, that's pretty funny that uh, you're both Yankees and a, and a Mets fan. That's usually yeah. you know, the kind of tension y'all have between two teams because, <laughs> you know. But that's cool that you, you guys are, are doing something like that. Yeah, thank you. So, what's what do you have for your team? Um, well, of course, I'm from Houston, so I got to go with the Strohs, man. That's that's my hometown team. That's nice. the team I've been with since I was a kid. So, but I do like the Mets. The Mets are a great team. So I give my props to them. <laughs> thank you, man. We definitely need it. We're not doing too well. I mean, one last night, but still, ten wins. And I think fourteen losses. Not looking good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're we're like twelve wins and and ten losses or thirteen wins. We're we're like two games behind Oakland, but I, I feel like we'll get there. Yeah, I mean, that's a good thing about the season, though. The 60-game season, it's so – I mean, it's short, but it's all like momentum. It, it's yeah. almost like a basketball game, you know? Yeah. And, and I, I, I totally understand. I totally agree. It's like you never know what's going to happen. I mean, just the other night, um, San Diego and uh, Texas, that game was just like weird. And, I mean, it, it's funny how they got upset. At, at Tatis for um, for hitting a grand slam when they're already up like seven runs. 
It's absurd. It's like it's little league baseball. It's like, oh, you can't do that. It's like, come on. He's like, he got mad at him for swinging at his <laughs> Yeah, it's, yeah. It's I mean, no, it's the unwritten rule. But I mean, forget, yeah. forget it. The whole season's different. It's weird. So it's like, might as well yeah. do what you want. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he because of that, he was leading in home runs. I think RBIs, runs, and stolen bases all at the same time. I mean, you're not going to see that unless it's in a video game. No, like, they do the beast. He's amazing. Yeah. He's going to be. He's on his way to being the next franchise guy of not just the Padres, but I'm thinking MLB in general. Yeah. He continues this. He's up there with the young guys. Yeah, I, I highly agree. Yeah, he, he, um, I think he was his first year. Yeah, this is his second year. He played a little bit last year. His second year? Yeah. Okay, yeah. If he continues the way he's going right now, he's going to be up there with with Trouts and all that. He's going to be the face of MLB. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. He's putting numbers like that. And the Padres yeah, yeah, yeah. like that, though, for sure. Yeah. They've been out of it for a while. Started putting together yeah. pieces, and now they're looking pretty good. Who do you have making it to the World Series? Well, I mean, you kind of you kind of just can take a guess who I, who I think is going to make it. I mean, you know. But uh, I think I think the Astros mind if we can get our butts back into gear mm-hmm. and stop messing around and Altuve get his head straight, yeah, um, and Springer stop messing up his his wrist and and uh, Alvarez get his uh, knee going, mm-hmm. you know, I I really think that we might make. I mean, sixty games. I think we have a shot to make it back to the World Series. I mean, we've yeah. already been two out of the three years, yeah. so. Definitely still got a shot. I mean, the only team I would count out at this point is the Red Sox with only six wins. That's the only team I can count out right now. Yeah, they're not doing so well. Yeah, no, not at all. They have, I mean, obviously they lost price and bets to the Dodgers. Sales not playing. Eduardo Rodriguez uh, has a heart problem. They don't have any pitching because Nathan Eovaldi, he's not even doing that well. No, not at all. Well, let me ask you guys something real quick. Um, Knowing that, you know, one of them is a Yankees fan. Yeah. One of you is a Mets fan. How do you feel about the whole situation with Houston and uh, and Boston? Um, as far as like um, 2017 and 18, yeah, with 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 both them, you know, cheating, getting to the World Series. How do you how do you guys feel about that? Because I've heard it from other teams, but I kind of want to hear it from guys from New York because you know the Yankees yeah. and kind of got something with us, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah. So like, the way I take it, yeah, they cheated. I mean, they got caught. A lot of people also cheat. They don't get caught. That's how I feel about that. But I also feel like I don't think my brother feels this way about as but generalized Yankees fans, I will say in the North, have been saying, oh, that would have been our World Series or this would have been ours. We would have won. Like, you don't know because it didn't happen. That's exactly how I feel. Like, if if, say none of that cheating ever happened, it could have gone either way. It's like, it's, you don't know what happened. It's not an automatic win to the Yankees. It's like, it would have been, it could have gone either way. Yeah. Like, Say like Altuve, like he could have hit a shot, like he did hit that shot. Yeah. But like, oh, say if it wasn't, uh, if he if he didn't know that, he still could have hit a shot anyway. He's still a really good player. Um, I'm not putting that past him. But I mean, what they did was wrong. But I still will like they 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 still are like a good team and stuff like that. And, yeah, I mean, and then they they won it. Um, I can't say that another team would have won it if something didn't happen unless they were to meet up again. Mm-hmm. I think it's mm-hmm. it's just like that. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I mean, we cheated. We we own up mm-hmm. to it. I mean, a lot of people in here in Houston were kind of like, yeah, we cheated. You know, hey. 
but it, it, it's nice to know that uh, there's other there's Yankees fans that are kind of like, yeah, you know, but you never know. It's the playoffs. Magical yeah. things happen in the playoffs. So you never know. I mean, that shot was incredible. And like we all knew we didn't know what was going to happen. I mean, when Altuve hit that, yeah. um, we were all like shocked, like stunned. So it, it, it was crazy. But like I said, the playoffs, you never know what's going to happen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anything can happen. I mean, like you can make the playoffs. You're one of the top teams and you're just gone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's every sport, though. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, like Tampa and uh, and Boston, of course. You know, they, mm-hmm. like Tampa's been pretty good, but they just they don't have, I guess, that uh, extra effort to, I guess, make it in the playoffs. You know, because mm-hmm. so. they, they don't have like all that pitching. They don't have the seasoned veterans. They're, they're kind of a younger team. They have a couple older guys, but they're not just ready yet for that World Series run. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they need a couple more guys. I mean. If we're being realistic, if this is like a full season, I would go Astros have a shot, Dodgers, um, Yankees, just because of the amount of people that have played in the postseason and that are hitting well or that have hit well. Those three teams are like no doubt in my mind. But then as far as making the playoffs, like you could now there's 16 teams. So it's kind of like the NBA where we're going to have a little bit more than half the leagues and to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So a lot of those like, teams that are like right outside like that little bubble that would normally not make the 10 or the 12 have a shot because it's two per division the first and second place and then it's two actual wild card teams from the american league and two more from the national league so i mean any you could be third place in your league and still make the playoffs like that's anyone can make it and then it's all momentum from there who has the best pitching is it gonna be cold (laughs) yeah Yeah, it's it, it it's for sure gonna be crazy i mean we've never seen anything like this before so I'm I'm expected to see some pretty cool stuff and some pretty weird, great games. So, yeah, yeah. I don't know about you, but like my friends and I, we get together in the backyard. Like we'll just watch the whole day of sports, whether it's baseball, basketball, hockey, because it's always on the whole day. It's, it's so different. Mm-hmm. I've never experienced this before ever. Where all these sports can watch whenever you want. Yeah, I mean we're we're kind of the same way here. I usually watch, of course, uh, the basketball and Rockets. Uh, Astros. I like to watch some MLB game teams. You know, I'm the Cubs, the Mets, yeah. uh, Phillies, and stuff like that. I like. I just like watching baseball. I mean, yeah. that's that's my number one sport. I enjoy it. I played it when I was a kid, and that's just something I. That's the team. I'm, I mean, the sport. I'm always going to hold dear to my heart. So I always enjoy watching it. I have to ask you then, because we we love watching it too. We love being a part of it. My brother still plays. I'm yeah. an umpire. What we don't agree with as far as like they're rushing up the game or speeding it up is the extra innings rule. How do you feel about that? The the person on second? Yeah. I mean, when when I first heard about it, I was like, okay, I get they want to speed up the games because mm-hmm. they don't want to keep everybody out there too long because yeah. then you're going to play again later. Exactly. But I mean, um, I don't know if you guys uh, were paying attention to some of our games, but we've had runners on first and second and third. And still didn't bring anybody in, and we went to like 14 innings one game, and it's it it's kind of like it defeats the purpose of trying to fast forward and make the games faster. Mm-hmm. But I kind of see what MLB was doing, so I really think it's a smart decision because it's like, hey, look, we can get this over with, yeah. so we can go, you know. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I'm kind of for it, but I'm kind of like I thought it was kind of like a funny thing, you know, because it's like, yeah. oh, you try to bring that runner on second, and then you never do. <laughs> <laughs> it's but that's like another like literally thing. Like I get it. I understand where they're going from, just like you said, about how they want to rush the game. I just hope it doesn't go into the postseason because I feel like that should be like hard stop baseball. Like it just continues no matter what happens. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, because the postseason, I mean, although like 
I agree for this season to make it 16 teams, but I don't know about next season because the one thing I do like about the MLB over other sports is that it's it's almost like elite to make it into the, that short team of like uh, the not short team, but the short not team. a lot of people get, make can make it to make playoffs. Yeah, yeah. I, I mm-hmm. think it's like almost elite. It's like you, it means a lot to make that 10th or 12th spot out of 30 instead of 16 like other sports. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I, yeah. It, it, it's pretty cool. Baseball's really good. I mean, it it's nothing like any other sport. So it's like, you know, you never know what to expect. Yeah, anything can happen for sure. I mean, miracles happen. <laughs> um, but how do you feel about the the seven innings they made the double headers? Oh yeah. So like each double header would be seven innings instead of the traditional nine. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I guess you got to do what you get, what you have to do. I mean. You got to go double headers. You got to do double headers. Yeah. I mean, I know a lot of teams had to make up mm-hmm. games like Yankees and, and the Phillies and I think the Cardinals. Yeah. So you got to do like double headers. So I I know it's going to be a lot of stress on their body, but I mean, that's baseball. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm okay with this one more than the extra innings. It makes more sense to, for the time management. You mm-hmm. play 14 innings instead of playing 18, it's going to save at least an arm or two. Yeah. You're going to need that for, because I think we have four to six off days the whole season. Yeah. Without Corona canceling games, so because mm-hmm. like there's some teams that are so irresponsible with it, like the Marlins were apparently that they that they had around 16 to 18 players and coaches because they were hanging out in the hotel lobby, and the Cardinals, some of their players went out to a casino, and then they were infected. A couple of Reds players have it right now, and that's why they had to postpone. I think the games for this week, and then I forgot the last team. Oh yeah, the the Indians. They don't have it, but. Clevenger, Mike Clevenger and Zach Plezak, they left, I think, not this past Saturday, but the Saturday before that. They went out, then they came back. Then the team said, well, no, you need to go back home. Like, we're not going to tolerate that. And then they came back. Another reliever on their team, Oliver Perez, said, if you don't send them down to the AAA site, I'm going to opt out for the season. So, yeah. So, like, yeah, I... Yeah, I I've been keeping up with that. I feel like Miami kind of just ruined it for everybody. Yeah. Because they were just very... Started. Yeah, I mean, Derek Jeter. I mean, come on, dude. That's your team. Yeah. Um, at least help be held responsible. And be like, hey guys, you can't be doing this. You need to follow the rules so then you won't mess it up for everybody. Because once he messes it up, messes it up for everybody. Yeah. Um, I heard about that with with uh, Clevenger and um and Perez. Perez was also on the Astros, so I kind of yeah. see where he's where he's getting at. He's like, hey, look, they disobeyed the rules. Yeah. You should either send them down or. I'm not playing. I, yeah. I totally agree with him. Yeah. You know, 100%. Because it's, it's not fair. To, like, the only way the season is going to be able to keep happening is if you every player holds themselves accountable and their teammates. And if everyone does that, exactly. everyone's accountable. You don't have to worry about someone else's team or someone like just you and your team. That's all you got to do. If everyone does that, we're fine. Because yeah, like, I, I, I totally agree. Accountability is yeah. the biggest thing right now. Yeah. Because there was a point in time, I don't know if it still is, that the Cardinals were two and three for like a week and a half, almost two weeks, while everyone else had 13, 14 games in. And then, you know, like the mm-hmm. Marlins, they were leading the NL East with, I think, six games played. Mm-hmm. It, it sucks. <laughs> and Yeah, it, it does. I mean, some of the games are evening out now, so I think the Marlins are down to like second or third. I, yeah. I, I want to say the Braves are on top. I'm not totally sure, because yeah. I didn't check last night. But... It seems like things are even on the NL East. I haven't checked the Central, though, with the Cardinals. I haven't seen if they've played any more games or not because I haven't heard anything from them. Mm-hmm. But who do you- Yeah, I've been – go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you're good. You're good. Go ahead. 
Uh, so did you guys, I know one of your brothers, the Yankees fan. Um, yeah. Did you watch the Red Sox and, and Yanks game? How did you feel about that? Uh, well, it, it was like a, a good game, I think. But like, uh, but did, I didn't watch that game. No, I was watching uh, Mets games. Did, mm-hmm. No, I personally didn't see it. I, 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 just saw, I just was checking on my phone and I saw like the score updates. I really didn't see anything like crazy that happened. Listen, I think. Yeah. Good- yeah, I, I, I watched it a little bit. It was on Fox over here. And of course, you know, Red Sox and Yankees, that rivalry, it's always heated and like the fans always make it better. So when I was watching it on Fox, it's kind of like. There's no, there's no fans saying Yankees oh. suck, Sox <laughs> suck. Nobody, you know, nobody booing. So it, it was yeah. so weird to just watch a game that's that's so heated, just be boring. Yeah, uh, it's and, not even the you know, players that have that rivalry. It's more of the fans. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's like on Babe Ruth <laughs> from like years, yeah. and years ago. Yeah, I mean, it was. I think the rivalry was probably at its best in the early 2000s with. Mm-hmm. The uh, 04 Sox and you know the Yankees and Jeter and all that. When they would get into oh man, I think those were the best the best ones right there. Yeah, that was awesome. I mean, it's awesome to go back and watch. Um, but like it, you're right, 100 percent right. It's it's weird not having the fans. I don't know if you play LB the show, but they actually use those fans for some of the games. They put them in. It's, mm-hmm, it's I've seen so that. Awkward. It, it, it's cool to see, but it's also awkward. Yeah, <laughs> seeing digitalized people, they can count the frames, the pixels. You can see uh-huh. them moving. I do like the. Yeah, I thought that was kind of weird. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. I like I the because <laughs> it, it brings a little bit of natural mm-hmm. naturality back into the game. It's yeah. not just because mm-hmm. <laughs> that that would totally stink if you just yeah. read the the broadcasts. But I have seen a couple of the games like earlier in the season where there was Yan- Yankees Red Sox, and uh, when no no when it was Yankees versus I think it was Rays I saw that game and it was like. It was so weird because usually I, I most of the games I go to are it's like always Yankees Rays or Yankees Orioles, and mm-hmm. it, it, since it's the same, uh, what is it called? The same, uh, they're in the same division. Division, yes, that's the word I was looking for. They're the same division. It's usually like a good kind of at least like a tiny rivalry, and you'll get people that yeah. are like, "Boo, come on, Glass, now you suck, throw a good ball," like something like that. But it's weird not seeing like the, them yelling at each other, like you said. Yeah, it, it's totally weird. Like, I literally had the whole season mapped out for myself. I knew what games I was going to go to. I figured out where I was going to sit. And you know, I, I was so ready for the season. And then it just kind of hit me and hit everybody like a ton of bricks. And like, no, nope, you can't go to the games. Mm-hmm. And then it took so long to negotiate just for a 60-game season. Exactly. I was like, come on. Like they, yeah, couldn't, I'm, they couldn't rush it at all. It's like, jeez. I mean, we could have started in like early June or early April, somewhere around there. Yeah, we could have another at least like 20, 30 games smacked onto there and it would mean a little more. They could have more time to, you know, mess up and pick themselves back up each team. Yeah, but I mean, I'm glad with what we have. At least it's yeah, baseball. Yeah. I was yeah. watching Korean baseball for a while. Too. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was up to like 3 a.m. watching those games. We watched the NC Dinos. <laughs> that was our team for the game. I was, um, I was forgot who I think I was the the Doosan Bears. That's who I was going for. Oh, okay. We found a pretty good team. 
Yeah, I mean, all around the KBO, it was pretty cool to watch, but it was yeah. a totally different atmosphere. Like they had all the like all the plush toys. Yeah, the plush toys. in the stands the instead stands. of fans. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, oh wow, you guys are really <laughs> going out there for this. They were amping it up. They're like, we're, we're going to be on ESPN over the world. Might as well do it right. I was so happy. As well. <laughs> but the one thing we found funny about the NC Dinos was that their mascot, that big dinosaur, is called Swole Daddy. We thought it was a joke. We're like, oh, someone definitely edited Google. We kept doing more research. We're like, no, this is real. Like, I mean, we did not get that at all. And he's like, I guess their humor is different than ours. And I guess when it's like Swole Daddy, you're like, Oh, okay. what does that mean over there? But I mean, <laughs> they have some kind of humor, I guess. That's pretty funny. Yeah. They have some kind of humor over there. That was pretty cool, for sure. I mean, and then you have some MLB veterans. I can't think of a lot of them off the top of my head that are actually playing there now. Yeah. Because they can't get a spot on this roster. Because the one thing about the MLB, yeah. it's really good. But the free agency market is so stacked mm-hmm. that there's like a bunch of people that don't have jobs that have played for yeah. a long time. Because the thing is, like, they're signing a lot of these big deals. And now people are trying to get away from that for mm-hmm. the past 10 years. They're trying to do short contract deals, except for like people like Mookie Betts. Like he got a big deal. Yeah, big contract. Yeah. Yeah, I I really don't agree with that contract. I mean, I personally think, and this is my opinion, I feel like he's only going to last maybe five or six years. He's not going to do his whole contract. He's going to want to opt out because mm-hmm. either the Dodgers aren't doing great or – something but you know they always opt out like Machado's kind of opt out too I think maybe the only person that might do his whole contract is probably Bryce Harper yeah I mean he's doing the best out of the three I I don't go ahead sorry no it's okay because like Mookie Mookie best I kind of agree with you there like he's always been doing kind of well but with the Dodgers they don't have any middlemen they have either people, a couple of people that are nice and young, like Dustin May, Gavin yeah. Lux, who just came up. And they have a lot of guys that are pushing towards the end of their career. Clay like, Church, will Clayton Kershaw. Kershaw ever get that World Series? Will he ever perform in the postseason like he does in the regular season? Um, are they going to have, like, Walker Buehler? Is he going to be in good enough? They let Ryu walk. They let Grandal walk. They let a lot of people leave their organization. So, like, they're going all in at this point by signing or by getting Mookie Betts. But I don't think it's going to be worth it if they don't win within the next couple of years. Exactly. I mean, you can't keep making it to the playoffs in the World Series and then choke. Yeah. You know. You can't go that far every year or make the postseason just to lose every time. Like, I think yeah. they've won the division the past like five or six years and they haven't done anything with it. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, uh, I guess that's the LA mentality. It's like, hey, we still made it. Oh, uh, <laughs> we choked. <laughs> yeah. I'm just yeah. excited. They're just waiting for that win. Got to do something different to make your team that like little bit much yeah. better, or that little part that you need to win that World Series. Yeah. And I mean, we we like I said, we we played them, and we kind of mm-hmm. have like this thing with LA fans. But yeah, I can. I used to be a Dodgers fan, you know, growing up because I liked the Dodgers too. You know, you got uh, Fernando Venezuela, you had you know uh, Jackie Robinson, you had yeah. all these great players go through LA. Mm-hmm. And um, it's uh, it's kind of like they have the pieces there, but they choke. I mean, yeah. they choked in 17, they choked in 18, and they choked during uh, when they played the Nationals. And it was kind of like, you guys are choking pretty hard. I mean, it's, it's not even just it, like what it, time, it's all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just pretty much. Mm-hmm. Like, even when my Mets, they played them in 2015, like, I was yeah. like, oh, man, we're going to get killed. 
we're definitely we're not making the World Series. Like no one expected the Mets to go for wild card all the way up. I was like, oh, there's no shot. We lost, and then we beat them, and then we lost, you know, to the Royals, and then they never showed up again. So it was like a one hit wonder for them. But I was like, but also for the Mets, you could say the same thing. So yeah, I totally forgot that the Mets were in the World Series. Yeah, I was thinking about. I was like, who was in who was in the World Series in '15? And I was like, I know. The Royals were, and I was like, it was the Mets? You know, I, I totally forgot yeah, about it. It was unexpected. Because that year was the year that they set the franchise record because they went 11-0 and 0 that year. And then they were mm-hmm. kind of like up and down, up and down, and then they picked it up. But usually they're a team that they pick it up too late. Mm-hmm. It's already past the All-Star break, and then they barely, like, they barely made the playoffs in 2016. They made the wild card again, lost to the Giants, and they haven't touched it since. They have so many I think- injuries, people don't show up, and it's, just, it's so bad. Yeah, I... I really think the Mets have it. They just, they got to keep some people healthy, you know, mm-hmm. like, um, you know, I got to keep Stroman in check. They got to keep um, Thor in check. They got to keep, you know, all these guys in check. I really do like watching the polar bear. I mean, that dude yeah. is such a fucking beast. <laughs> he really is. He really hits the ball really well. This season, not doing too well. I mean, he's hitting home runs where we don't need them as much or when he used to come in clutch. I think he's got to turn up. Mm-hmm. He's got to be the same mentality from last yeah, year. Hopefully like he it. can get it, yeah. Yeah, I, I can see him being another uh, face of the MLB in a couple of years, too. Yeah, because last year was like a cheat code. It was almost like Judge in his rookie season. Yeah. I want to say 2017. Yeah. But then again, Judge hasn't done the same thing since that year. He's been kind of like steady moving yeah, a little bit. Yeah, he's been getting injured like on and off. He needs to mm-hmm. – he stays healthy. Hopefully, he can do the same thing he did in 2017. But, yeah, I mean, he's, he's been getting hurt. Him and Stan gotten hurt mm-hmm. like not that long ago. And then I think they were hurt last year. and then. I don't know what's going on with him, but I mean, it's kind of like, guys, what are y'all doing to getting yourself injured? Yeah, the New York trainers, I guess, aren't good. Yeah, New York. <laughs> in general, New York aren't good at training people. <laughs> I can just generalize that. So, so who do you have for the sixty, uh, the sixty games in one season? It's going to be like a, a very tight race for MVP, Cy Young, Rookie of the Year. Who do you have for MVP and Cy Young? Oh, well, MVP. Um, well, I mean, if, if Satis keeps doing what he's doing, he might be the MVP in the NL. The AL, uh, I feel like they're just going to give it to Trout. I mean, because he's mm-hmm. Mike Trout, and, you know, that's all they do is, just like, Mike Trout this, Mike Trout that, Mike Trout did this, Mike, you know. It's, so I feel like it might go back to him again. I mean, if Altuve can kind of kick it up to gear, maybe he can make the race, but yeah. I don't really – I don't really think he might, so I really feel like it's just going to go to Trout for the AL. Now, what about Cy Young? Cy Young. Hmm. Well, I know for the Cleveland, the Indians, Shane Bieber, man, that guy has been lighting it up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, he keeps it up. He will most likely probably be leading the charge. I think he's leading the charge now. Yeah. And young guy too. I mean, he had thirty-five strikeouts and I think two or three appearances. Yeah, like that's something that just, like he had a, a decent twenty nineteen season. He made the All Star game. Twenty eighteen wasn't good at all. So he definitely has a comeback story. I mean, I think he's going to be one of the top pitchers in baseball for a while. Yeah, I believe so too. I mean, the dude's. I mean, he's got it. I mean, he whatever he's doing, he needs to keep doing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Eat the same breakfast every morning. Sure. Same lunch, same dinner, same routine. Because whatever he's got, he's got to keep putting it out. But that's the crazy thing about the sixty-game season, though. That you hope that the success that these people or teams are having 
doesn't just flop, but it's not just because of this season. Like next season, it continues. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you hope that they do get bad, so then your team can do better. It's a lot of ups and downs. And the one thing that's interesting about this season, the prospect pool. So like I don't know if you noticed, but they're calling up prospects almost every day for all these different teams, and mm-hmm. it's nice. But I feel like an idiot sometimes because like I don't know all these players in the teams. Yeah, yeah, I, I've seen that too. Like they're calling up. Uh, I think the Tigers called up one of their top prospects, and I was like, already, dang guys. <laughs> yeah. And like some of them haven't even played past like single A ball, so it's not they don't have any experience. So I get like since it's on my league baseball, but putting up against like maybe an elite pitcher, like we're just talking about Shane Bieber or Kershaw on the regular season, or just like you know regular examples. Like I don't think it's gonna help them. Mm-hmm. I think them being up just in general would help their mentality. Like, oh wow, this is where I can make it if I continue to do well in the minor leagues. But bringing them out to get in that bat, I don't know if that really helps them too much. If they're gonna start getting rocked, mm-hmm. especially pitching prospects. Yeah, drain the confidence a little bit. Yeah, and then like get a dip here, a dive here, and then not be the same person that they could have been if they developed fully in the minor league system. That's yeah. the only thing. That's what I when they said no minor league. I kind of like, I was like, oh, that's going to hurt a lot of organizations. And you're going to see that happening in the near future. It's mm-hmm. going to have an impact. Yeah. I, I mean, we've brought up, the Astros have brought up some, uh, some, they brought up one guy. I think his name was uh, Fernandez Hernandez. I forgot his name. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Oh, Rodriguez. I think his name was Rodriguez. And he had mm-hmm. never played anything above single A, but he was showing some heat. Doing pretty well. I mean, he gave up a couple runs and stuff like that. But I mean, it it like I was like we're saying, it's pretty cool seeing these guys who never played a major league game in their life and they're coming up and and, and doing their dream during this pandemic. And it's kind of like it's like your once in a lifetime opportunity to show your stuff, you know? For sure, mm-hmm. it's definitely something to see. I mean, I'm, but we also hope they don't do bad. We hope they do amazing, no matter how young they are or whatever yeah. the team they are. But then it also sucks. It's like David Peterson, the Mets pitcher, like they've been really bad at pitching this past, like let's just say month. Like the season going on for four weeks now. Um, David Peterson came up. He got injured. And then DeGrom had something with his finger. He's injured. Stroman opted out. Syndergaard's gone. Like so their top pitcher, Steven Matz, who doesn't really pitch well. So they, they lost all their pitching. They keep bringing up these young guys and they keep getting injured and getting moved down. They're rotating it. So they have no idea what they're doing at this point. Yeah, I mean, it it, it, it does suck. It's like uh, with us, Verlander got hurt. And then it's kind of like, oh, crap, we don't have Verlander. So we had to bring up some of the younger guys. And like I said, Greinke, he's um, he's in the number one spot. And I mean, he's leading the charge. He's doing pretty well. I think he's kind of in that that, um, Cy Young race, kind of, sort of. I mean, he's doing pretty well. I mean, but yeah, some of our... our, um, Rookie pitchers, I mean, they're doing great. Uh, I think it's Christian Javier. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just they're, he, they're just doing really well. I, I can't give them enough credit. I mean, everyone is doing good. I mean, everybody all around the MLB, mm-hmm. all the rookies, you know, they're showing yeah. their stuff. They're doing what they can. Yeah. It's really great to see them do that, you know. I was really looking forward to the season with a lot of the prospects because I just started getting into, like, looking at the prospect with the guys like Luis Robert, Joe Adele, Gavin Lux, Nick Magical, like those mean guys that are coming up. I was so excited to see them play. And once I saw, like, a couple of summer camps where, like, Luis Robert made that great catch, I was really excited to see those young guys uh, perform amazing and well. And they have been. Yeah, 
you know, you, it's it's weird seeing like these new guys because all of I was just talking about this with a friend of mine. It's like all these guys were kind of born in like 2000. Yeah, yeah. And two thousand seemed, seemed so far away to me because I'm 27, and mm-hmm. to see this, you know, my my little brother's born in '99, and mm-hmm. like to see these guys who were born in 2000, I was like, wait, I was like seven. I mean, you, I mean, in your, it's so crazy. It's weird. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, I think there's a guy from the National. I don't remember yeah. his name because I think he might have been a prospect, and they said he was the first MLB player born in 2000 to hit a home run. Like that was like headlines a couple of days ago. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I was gonna say that's not Soto, but that was somebody else. Soto's like yeah, was some, I don't remember, some, I think it was like a J and a G, but honestly, I don't know his name. I, I yeah, can't tell you. Don't want to give out false information. <laughs> yeah. But like one thing I saw interesting again about the prospect pool. So I don't know if you paid attention to the draft that happened a while back before the season started. But Spencer Torkelson, I want to say from Vanderbilt, was a number one overall pick to the Tigers, like a first base outfield DH kind of situation, and he was on the mm-hmm. he's on a sixty player pool. He's on the alternate site training with the team right now. So he's he, hasn't played a single game. Yeah, I mean, league. there's a chance for him to get called up. I don't think they will. I think they're just, like, seasoning him. Like, with the – but, like, they put him on a 16-man roster. Like, I thought it was really interesting. Yeah. That would be crazy if he saw some LB time. Yeah. He'd never skipped every minor league game. That is pretty interesting. I, it, the only time I can think of something like that is like with the NBA. I mean, the NBA, you come right out of college and you start playing yep. and stuff like that, unless you play in the G League. But yeah, yep. I mean, if he comes up and never plays a single game in a minor <laughs> league or triple A, whatever, and just comes up and just starts like raking, I mean, that'll be pretty amazing for them because they really, uh, they really do need it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he, like Bryce Harper did that too, a uh, young guy, very young. Came up 19, I think he was. Yeah. Juan Soto did it. A lot of guys are doing it now. But I figure, right, though, the Tigers definitely wouldn't need that push. Yeah, because, I mean, uh, Cabrera's getting pretty old, and some mm-hmm. guys are just, you know, hey, it, it kind of like, it's your time to go, and there's some, the new guys are coming in, you know. So, it, you know, who knows? Maybe they bring them up, maybe they not. But if they do, it, it's definitely going to be uh, eye-catching for a lot of people, especially the MLB. They're probably going to, like, Talk about that crap all all day, every day. They're gonna market it. And be like, oh, he hasn't played a game in minor league straight from college. He's been in the alternate site for a month, and we're bringing him up. There's gonna be a big thing on MLB, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, all that good stuff. But that yeah, would the be promoting the promoting for it to be crazy. Oh yeah. So, who's your favorite player now? Would you say in the MLB? Um. Well, of course. Uh, um. I'm just gonna not say anything of the Astros because I mean I could pick everybody from the team. Yeah. But I like Tati. I like Tatis. Tati Jr. is is a pretty good player. I like I said, his dad was really good, and I think he's phenomenal from what I've seen. I mean, the dude can do no wrong. Yeah. You know? It's amazing. I like I like Javier Baez from the Cubs. I think he's a pretty good shortstop. Um, who else? Um, uh, I mean. I, like I said, I like my team. I kind of like Altuve, I like Springer, uh, Jordan. I mean, they're they're really good players and my favorite players. Um, other than that, yeah, I I think I can just say Tatis Jr. I mean, he's he's like number one. I think he's doing really well, and I really would like to see him bloom and perform magically. So yeah, he's kind of like my number one right now. Yeah, and a lot of those guys are like two way players. They can do it both. Like they're great at defense and then they're also great at hitting and running and they're like the perfect 
package it. Part trifecta. Yeah, the the top tier top tier guys. Yeah. But who would you have when you were growing up, let's say? Who was your favorite player growing up? Uh well, let me see. Well, growing up, this was like early 2000s and stuff like that. Uh, I would have to say it'd be Craig Biggio. It'd be Craig Biggio and Jeff Bagwell were, were my, uh, my favorite players growing up. You know, that uh, the whole early 2000s Astros, the two, when we went to the World Series in 05, um, those, were, those two were my favorite players growing up. Because, um, you, you know, the dynamic duo, of course, in the yeah. 90s and stuff like that with them. So, yeah, I would say growing up, those two were my favorite players. I had other players growing up. Uh, I know you guys keep up with my uh, my page, yeah. But um, another favorite player of mine was Albert Pujols. Pujols is just hands down my top favorite player of all time. I mean, the dude was—I mean, his name was the machine. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> that doesn't get any better than that. I mean, and everybody in Houston hates the dude because of what he did to us. But I mean, that's just mad respect for the guy. I mean, now he's a little bit older. He's not what he used to be. But I mean, he's still top tier, one of my favorite players. And at this point, he's not even, I, don't, I can't even say he'd be chasing World Series ring. I feel like he's just chasing the records mm-hmm. to get the most RBIs yeah. for home runs, more accolades at this point. But he's a great yeah, I mean, player overall. Yeah, I mean, he's got rings. And so, I mean, he's, he's kind of did his thing. So, what about, um, so you think if, if your team could turn around the Astros, how many wins would you think they can get in a 60-game season? Okay, so we're, I think we're 12 and 10. If we could, we probably would go 40 and 20. I know that sounds ridiculous, but I, I mean, feel like probable. we could do that. It's probable. I mean, like we said, with, with momentum, anything could really happen. I, I can't say I could say the same for the Mets. <laughs> I mean, there was a point last week where – their whole infield was injured, except for Luis Giorme and I think Pete Alonso. So I, I really can't say the same with my team. I don't know about Xander. We're going to talk about the Yankees. Well, yeah, I mean, they they have a they have a pretty good chance to do very well if they keep those key guys doing what they have been doing. Like Judge has been absolutely demolishing every ball that comes to the plate, and if Stanton stays healthy, Sanchez gets out of that little slump that he had. In the very beginning, with a couple games, he, they're the team to beat. I feel, and I feel like they could go like forty and twenty, or hopefully even better. But we'll see. Time goes. Yeah, you like I said, like we said, we never, you never know. Mm-hmm. For sure. So, for one thing, for our interviews, we like to do is we do this or that. So we like to hit you with a couple of this or that questions. Okay. So just to start off, the first one: Xbox, PS4, PS4. Okay. Seeds or bubblegum? Um, I'd have to go with I think I'm gonna go with bubblegum. Okay. Yeah, my favorite big league shoe for sure. Or the bubble tape, the hubba bubba tape. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, the hubba bubba is top notch. (laughs) (laughs) Brisket or ribs? I'm gonna have to go with brisket. Okay. Whoa. I like that. I like brisket. Instagram or Snapchat? Instagram. Exactly, it's more user friendly. Netflix or Disney Plus? Uh, Netflix. I don't have Disney Plus, but I've heard good things about it. So, but I, I like Netflix a lot. Netflix has a lot more cool stuff. Yeah. Yeah. We feel the same way. We don't have Disney Plus. We have Netflix, but we like Netflix a lot. That's some of the classics. But pancakes or waffles? Ooh. 
Well, I yes. do like both. But yeah. I'm going to have to say pancakes. What? Okay. All right, all right. I'm more of a waffles guy. I do like chicken and waffles, though. Oh, yeah, that, that's, oh, that's really good. I love that. It's stuff. It's it, depending on where it is or who's mm-hmm. making it, it, it could be just phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Whataburger or In N Out? I got to go with Whataburger. I do like In N Out, but coming from Texas, we have to go with the Whataburger. Gotcha. All right, we got the last one. So, this is kind of controversial in New Jersey. I don't know if it, it's it's made its way down there. But there's a special kind of meat that could be called pork roll or Taylor ham. What do you call it? If 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 you ever heard of that one? Uh, no, we've never heard of pork roll or um, or ham. what was it? What was the other one called? Taylor ham. Taylor ham. Yeah. So basically, it's the same meat, but so New Jersey's kind of split up the three different sectors: there's North Jersey, there's Central Jersey, and then there's South Jersey. So North Jersey. Um, calls it Taylor ham. South Jersey calls it pork roll. And then Central is kind of like divided where you call it Taylor ham or pork roll. But the thing is, so like, it's almost like, I'm trying to think of a good um, example. Because Taylor ham or like Taylor is the name of the brand. Mm-hmm. But then it says Taylor ham pork roll. So it's like Taylor ham is the name of the brand and pork roll is the actual like meat itself. Yeah. So it's like a big debate here in the North if do you actually call it by the name or do you call it by the actual meat? Yeah. yeah. It's kind of um, like in band-aids or thermos, stuff like that. I mean, we don't really, I mean, we. I guess we call it differently because mm-hmm. we have pork and then we have ham, but we don't really call it. And it, it's two, it's diff, two different things here, I think, because it's two different parts of, it's the same animal, but two different sections yeah. of the animal. So, mm-hmm. um, I, I don't know. I'm going to be really, I'm going to say in the middle, I guess, with you guys. Because like I said, I really don't know, but I'll I'll just say I'm in the middle between both. Yeah, so <laughs> I think I think Spencer says pork roll, I say Taylor Ham. <laughs> He's just like I'm, on baseball, too. just like baseball, you can't get any better than a brotherly argument. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't have that with my brothers. My brothers aren't really sports um, kind of kid kind of people. It's usually just me and my, my dad. And I have my, my grandfather and some family members and stuff like that. But yeah, um, I don't have that with my brother. I wish I did, but I mean, we're, we're different people, so. Yeah, everyone's got their own thing. Mm-hmm. But um, we want to thank you so much for being part of the Dallas Race Podcast throne, sitting on a little throne, having a conversation with us on this fine Wednesday. Um, thank you for being a part of this um, journey with us for baseball and having a good conversation about what's going on in the world right now. Thank you, guys. I really appreciate it. You reaching out to me um, and wanting me to be on your podcast. I, I really appreciate it. Like I said, um, I like sports. I like what you guys are doing. Um, and whenever you guys want to do an episode with me or you want to do an episode again, um, just hit me up and let me know. Awesome. That sounds great. Thank you so much for the invite. And you have a great rest of your week. You too, bro. Have a good one. You too. All right, and that concludes uh, the little interview that I did with uh, De Los Rios uh, podcast. Guys, if you love baseball and you want to hear all these statistical things and know what's going on um, in baseball without watching it, check these uh, these young guys out. Like I said, they're two brothers from uh, New Jersey, and 
they talk about podcasts. I mean, they talk about podcasts. They talk about baseball. They have a baseball podcast. Um, I think the interview went pretty well and stuff like that. And, and um, you know, go and support them. Go check them out on their spot. They have a they have their episodes on Spotify. Um, check out their Instagram. Um, they have merch. They have all kinds of stuff like that. They have polls and stuff like that. Great couple guys. I really appreciate them. Um, like I said, reaching out to me and wanting me to do an episode with them because, like I said, I didn't think anybody would want to collab, but we did. So, yeah, uh, thank you for everybody for listening to this little um, interview that I did with the De Los Rios podcast. And uh, keep a lookout for more interviews. I actually have something else coming up with somebody else. So, yeah, um, as I always say, this has been Inside the North Side. God bless you guys. Peace. Go Astros, and we'll see you again next time.